blood offered. There's a lot of symbolism in theology in our readings today. I want to kind of tie it together, which hopefully is a review of some different things that we we know and hear, but it's very important for the feast day today. And so we begin in this feast of Corpus Christi, the body and blood of Christ, with Jesus going to celebrate the Passover with his disciples. Remember the Passover in which the Israelites in Egypt offered a lamb, its blood was poured out, it was a sign of the covenant between God and Israelites. Whenever there's blood poured out, it, it, it shows relationship. Um, it's kind of like when you were a kid, maybe you did or didn't do this, hopefully not, um, when you want to make a pact with your buddy and you each like cut your finger and you became blood brothers. I mean, maybe that didn't seem normal then. Uh, it really doesn't seem normal now, right? <laughs> like, that's not healthy. But there's something, and actually, even spiritually, you don't want to do that. <laughs> because what are you doing? You're, you're forming a covenant. You're, there's a relationship of blood that binds people. And there's, so there's something human about that. But that's something that's been part of, God knows that. And so even from the Old Testament, there's this relationship of, of blood between God and us. And what, what is a covenant? A covenant is I give myself to you and you give yourself to me. Uh, w- one covenant we're familiar with today is like the marriage covenant. I did a, last weekend I was doing a wedding. That's why I wasn't here. And, and, and when somebody is sacramentally married, what's happening is they're saying, I, I give myself to you completely. I, I lay down my life for you. This is my body, which will be given up for you. Which is very different than, I think, how our world sees marriage as a contract, where, you know, we're together, but if you cheat on me, I'm out. Or if I wake up and I don't like your latest haircut, then I'm out, you know? Like, you can leave for any reason, or no reason. That's, that's a, a contract that you can break. But a covenant says, I am with you through thick and thin, and when you're in a tight spot, I'll be right there for you. And when I'm down and out, I know that I can call upon you. And so God forms this covenant at Passover in the Old Testament. So Jesus is celebrating it. What what happened at Passover? Well, remember the the lamb was offered, and the, the firstborn, which belongs to God, which... Actually, doesn't everything belong to God? So, so, Jesus, so God, in the Old Testament, he was saying that I want the firstborn, but for you Israelites, I, if you pour out the blood of the lamb instead, that the lamb can stand in your place. And so now Jesus, in this Last Supper, we're hearing about that, that now he, instead of offering the lamb, Jesus becomes the lamb that he offers himself freely as the firstborn. He freely chooses to pour out his blood in order to offer us a new covenant. That in this covenant of exchange, that, that I, he's saying, God is saying, I will be your God and you will be my people. I will protect you 
and I will be with you. And so Jesus offers in an unbloody manner on the altar in the form of bread and wine what he had will offer in a bloody manner on the cross. And so the, the altar and the cross are one. And so we come forward and we receive Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity in an unbloody manner, what was offered in a bloody manner on the cross. And in that union, as, as we come forward and we receive the blood of Jesus, that even, even in the host we're receiving all of Jesus, that instead of having, you know, physical blood poured over us, because that would be awkward, you know, that, that today we, we come, and, but in a, in a similar way, we're receiving his blood within us. That you and I are invited into that covenantal relationship that God wants relationship, a, a blood relationship with us, a deep union with us, where he says to us, I will be with you. I will protect you. You will be my people, and I will be your God. And, and in that blood relationship, in that covenant, it doesn't matter if I run away, like the prodigal son who runs away that because of that relationship by blood, the Father holds him in love and embraces him when he, comes, when he wants to come back. Yesterday I was talking to this woman. Uh, I hadn't seen her in over a year or so. And, and she spoke. She goes, hey, Father. And she had kind of a raspy voice. And I, and I suddenly remembered that from the last time I talked to her that she, I couldn't hear her last time. And, and I said, how are you doing? And she said, remember how a year or so ago I had a procedure done that messed up my vocal cords? And she said, for the last year, I haven't been able to speak. I was like, oh, wow, what's that like? She's like, it's terrible. <laughs> like, she's like, I, I don't know sign language. Nobody in my family knows sign language. She said, so I had to write everything down. And she said, so you just get used to real quick just not saying anything. And nobody knows where you're at and what's on your heart. And if you're having a hard day, it, you, you can't communicate that. And I was like, wow, that, that sounds really hard. So how did you get through that? And she said very quickly, him. He was right here next to me the whole time. And I said, well, I said, wow. I said, what? What's it like to have Jesus right here next to you the whole time? And she said, so peaceful. I wouldn't change it for anything. She said, Father, it was the strangest thing that at the same time it could be so hard and so good. Jesus offers himself to us because he knows life is hard. And it... Him with us doesn't make it suddenly easy, but it makes it good. It makes it peaceful that he can be my strength when I don't have any. That the two of us together can face anything because if he is with us, who can be against us?
The gift we receive in the Eucharist is God with us, physically with us. That's what we need in this journey that our world that's more difficult and confusing than ever. This past year, Carlo Acutis was declared blessed in our church and he was 16 years old and he had a couple quotes on the Eucharist that I just love. This is the wisdom of a 16 year old who's now a saint, right? He says, the more Eucharist we receive, the more we will become like Jesus so that on this earth, we will have a foretaste of heaven. The Jesus with me, where Jesus is, is heaven. And Jesus with me now can be a taste of heaven even while I'm still on the journey. And Carlos, blessed Carlo Acutis said, the Eucharist is the highway to heaven. The Eucharist is the highway to heaven. And what's beautiful about our God is we don't have to be here. You know, we've had a dispensation this whole year to not have to go to Mass. And interestingly, I'll tell you now, um, the bishop has announced that July 1st, given changing conditions, that July 1st, um, that the dispensation will be lifted. And so we hope that even more of our brothers and sisters will come back and join us at the Eucharist. But what's offered to us is Jesus every Sunday, every day, to be our strength so that we know that we don't have to do this alone, but we can walk this difficult but beautiful road together.